just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer podcast, and we have a special treat for you on this podcast. We've been talking about it for a while, and the idea was to get somebody from the other point of view on the show, meaning somebody who's a supporter of Donald Trump, who is a Republican. And uh, I got to be honest, I've talked to a number of people and people who are willing to come talk to me and then backed out at the last moment. But I have one man who's not willing to back out. He's stepping up. His name is Brian Wallenberg. He has a podcast called the Brian Wallenberg Show. Uh, we'll, 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 uh, hype that a little bit more for you too. I don't know if there's anybody in my audience that would want to hear the things you talk about anymore. Your audience would want to hear what I talk about, but you know, we'll, we'll put it out there. But Brian Wallenberg is on the show today. And first of all, thanks for coming by, uh, Brian. I, I never expected this to occur. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad to be here because I know we've, uh, talked in the past and we've sparred a bit yeah we did it's important to know that that uh i've known brian wallenberg uh prior to the rational boomer thing and prior to the brian wallenberg show um we worked at the same radio station i'm considerably older than brian i'm i'm 62 and I was working at a radio station as a traffic reporter, and he happened to be a student there. But we spent some time doing a couple things on the air. Oh, yeah. Um, at that point in time, we, you and I never talked about politics. No, that wasn't a thing over at the radio station. It was just jazz, and news, traffic. and traffic and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was an interesting combination. Now, now, Brian's living out west. He's no longer in Minnesota. I don't I don't know that I'll give away your exact location. People know where I'm at, but um <laughs> I, I, I try to give give guests some anonymity if possible. Although we that's gave fine. your full name we gave your full name out, so <laughs> Oh, that's fine, yeah. Um No worries, yeah. So so Brian, let, let let me just clarify one thing. We talked about this before. Just so people know where you stand. You are a typical working stiff middle class guy like me, right? You're not in the 1%. You're not a wealthy guy anymore than no, I'm a wealthy not. guy. No, definitely not. Okay. Okay. So the question was, would we ever be able to get somebody who is a Donald Trump fan, a Republican, a conservative? And I mean this with all, <laughs> with all due respect. I tend to call you folks Trumplefox. Now right. take that, take that in the spirit it's given. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> I'm sure you have some names for we libtards or whatever you want to call us. Anyhow, yeah, pretty much libtards or demic rats or whatever. Yeah. yeah they're all, <laughs> the name all, calling, yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah. All of us have some real clever names. Now, Brian, it's fair to say you are a Donald Trump fan. Yeah. You are still a Donald Trump fan in spite of all that's gone on over the past six years. You still support Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't support Biden. I mean, look at the economy. It's tanked really bad. Is it about either or is it about right or wrong? That's my question. I mean, you don't like Biden. I get that. But that doesn't mean you support somebody else, whether they're right or wrong. 
Well, I mean, I just take a look at what uh, you know Trump's done since he took over from Barack Obama. I mean, he brought the economy up, uh, unemployment. Well, you bring up a good point. time law. You bring up a good point, Brian. As somebody who's yeah. in the middle class, like myself, and like a lot of the folks listening to the podcast, Donald Trump took over in 2016. He left in uh, 2021, the early part of 2021. Mm-hmm. What is it that you saw that Donald Trump, in fact, did? What what had he accomplished? Well, he strengthened the economy. I mean, we had the best economic numbers in 40 years. Um, you know, the main reason why I voted for Donald Trump is because he's a businessman. He knows all about the economy, stock market. And look, he created jobs. We had great economic numbers. He was all for border security, on the road for energy independence, and it was going good. I mean, yes, COVID hit, a worldwide thing, COVID hit, uh, brought the economy down quite a bit, but after a lot of the stuff started lifting, he built a lot of it back before his term ended. Okay. Let Let me ask you a couple things. First of all, in 2008, our economy was at the worst level I've ever seen in my lifetime in 62 years. Correct, and, that yeah. was, and that was brought about by the policies of George W. Bush, who happens to be a Republican. Right. Now, you're suggesting Barack Obama was bad for the economy. But let's be honest, from 2008 to the time he left in 2016, the stock market increased almost three times. There was a steady growth throughout that entire Obama tenure in those eight years. And yes, it was good when Donald Trump came in, but he was kind of riding the wave. I, I I don't know what it is he actually did to better the economy. And the fact is, is that um, it wasn't the best in 40 years. That is a misstatement. Uh, it's not even better than what Joe Biden's doing right now. But see, well, it's, it's a lot better than Joe, the economy how? now. How? Well, because everything is is down, the stocks are down, the gas prices are four or five bucks a gallon. I mean, compared to when Trump was in office. Yeah, but the inflation inflation isn't caused by a president, and neither are gas prices. You know that, Brian. Presidents don't have any control over gas prices. They may have more impact over inflation. But we also know right now that inflation is going down and gas prices are going down. So is that Donald Trump's... Uh, Success? Are they coming down because of Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Well, it's Joe Biden. That's because the midterms are coming up. Uh, Of course, (laughs) you know, the Democrat Party, they know that they're getting blamed for the high gas prices and the troubled economy. They know that. That's what all the polls are showing that. And Bernie Sanders himself, uh, a few weeks ago, I mean, I have this on audio of him reading uh, a poll results and he was saying that from what he read is 82 percent of americans are unhappy with uh with congress at this point and with the way things are going well that Bernie sanders himself said that yeah honestly brian that's not not new news i mean people have thought badly of congress for years for decades they've never really had a good uh good approval rating and 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 it's 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 deserved um so let me ask you this. You you say the gas prices are coming down because of the midterms. 
Are you suggesting the Democrats have like a button they can turn to turn down the gas prices or turn them up whenever they feel like it? Do you think the well, Democrats, well, I mean, what gain would the Democrats have from turning up the prices of gas? They, it's very simple. They want uh, everybody to buy electric cars and people are going to buy electric cars when gas prices are cheap. They want to make it uh you know, it's like when Joe Biden took over, one of the very first things he did was end the Keystone XL pipeline. He doesn't oh, want energy no, Brian. Brian, you, you're going to need an education on this. I've heard this story. I had this story said to me. Oh, they closed down the Keystone pipeline. That's why the gas prices are up. Now, Brian, I know you can read, and you must have right. read this. The Keystone pipeline was not shut down. There was an extension or an addition that was going to be added to it that was not yet built. What Biden did is stop the building of that extension or that addition to the pipeline. The pipeline is still flowing. And the important thing to remember, that pipeline doesn't deliver pure oil or gas. It it, it, it sends Santar which is not something we can even deal with in this country. It's sent to Mexico. It's a lower grade of oil, and they use it for whatever the fuck they use it for. But that does not affect the gas prices. And I get tired of people telling me it does, because that is absolute bullshit. And then he wants uh, oil from overseas. I mean, you just look at the numbers. I mean, Trump was in office, low gas prices. Biden takes office. Boom, gas prices goes up. And right during... The change of administrations, both Kevin McCarthy and Donald Trump himself have predicted that once Biden gets in the office because of their because of his economic policies, gas prices can go up. And they predicted that back in February, January and February of 2001. And then it happened. I mean, was that a lucky guess from McCarthy and Trump? Well, everything is kind of cyclical and you can see the way things are going. Let me ask you this. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I said before, and I'll just say it again, no president has the power to rise or lower gas prices. He can do things to make it better. Um, you know, you talk about, uh, or I won't say you, but other Republicans have said they won't let them drill. Why are there thousands of, of drilling properties that oil companies aren't currently drilling on? They're holding them back in order to keep prices high. The problem here isn't the government. Well, the government may be part of the problem. The mm. part of it is oil companies who see an opportunity and they're squeezing the American public because they can get away with it. Now, the fact that they can get away with it is a problem with the government. You don't think that you but, don't think the oil companies are making record record profits right now? Well, I mean, I know they're making money, but when the government says you can't drill in Alaska, you can't drill on our lands. It's forbidden. And you think they should be able to drill, to drill anywhere they want, anywhere they want. They should be able to drill just so anywhere. you can have cheaper gas prices. Well, I don't see why not, unless you see a problem with that. Well, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you start drilling oil in every part of the country. There are some ecological aspects of it, unless, of course, you don't believe in ecology or let me ask you this. What about climate change? Hoax? Well, I mean, it may or may not be. I mean, you know, it is kind of a natural function, but I mean, I don't know what we can do as a man to control the climate. I mean, it's, they're talking about, oh, let's pay money to 
do climate change, well, what, what, what are we going to do to change the climate and change the weather? Well, we can be more effective with, with some green energy or, or you know, the, the obvious choice is to ultimately go to electric cars. I mean, you want to talk about conspiracy. Uh-huh. If you want to talk about conspiracy theories, let's talk about oil companies and petroleum. These folks have huge packs and they pay our Congress members to make sure they get to keep what's going on right now. We're dealing with, with, with engines that run gas for a hundred years. Are you telling me in this country we were not capable of doing something that's cleaner or better? Of course we were, but we were stopped from doing it because big money is handing money, big oils handing money over to fucking congressmen. And that's why people hate Congress. It's all about money with Congress. And I'm talking about mm-hmm. Democrats and Republicans alike. We're talking about big corporations controlling what this country does. And unfortunately, Republicans are the ones that allow them to do that. Well, I don't see how Republicans are allowing them to do that. I mean, Democrats are in control right now, and look what's happening. That's Well, yeah, yeah. We're talking about over time and what's happening now. As I said, I don't trust Democrats a whole lot more than Republicans. It just seems to me that the Republicans are a dumpster fire right now, and we need to put that out, and we have to side with the Democrats to a certain extent because that's the only people that can do it. But let me ask you this. What have you, Brian, personally gained from Donald Trump being in office and the Republicans having control when they did? What did you as a middle-class guy, what did you gain from that? Well, from the time he was in office, me personally didn't, but I've seen a lot of people get jobs and just doing better economically, lower gas prices. I think that would be okay. Gas uh, prices, the big that, thing. That, that, I know that's a big issue to you. Let's talk about jobs. Donald Trump is the only president in history to come in with more jobs than when he left. He lost jobs. He didn't gain any jobs. And then Joe Biden, if jobs are a big deal, yeah, that's yeah. a fact. I, I, I'll, I can show it to you. Uh, but Joe Biden has has created more jobs than almost anybody in history in two years. Any president in history in two-year period, Joe Biden's created more jobs. Um, so the job thing is an issue. I'll grant you that. But but I think you're 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 position is a little wrong here because Donald Trump did was not a hero for jobs in this country. Well, he had really low unemployment rates when he was so does president. Joe Biden. Joe Biden at what, 3.5%? You know, Don, Donald Trump, now let me, what about COVID? And this, and this is going to bring me back around to the jobs. Okay. Your thoughts on COVID? Vada hoax? Well, no, I mean, it's I mean, COVID was a real thing, but, you know, that originated in China. So what? And it, it's, a, it's a worldwide pandemic. A lot of diseases start in China. Yeah, it's a worldwide pandemic. I mean, it's not Donald Trump's fault that we have COVID. It's not Donald Trump's fault that we, ha- we had COVID. However, right. it is Donald Trump's fault for not doing anything about it. 
not doing anything about it at first. He tried to hide it. He tried to say it was a hoax. He tried to say it didn't exist. And we sat on our thumbs for months and months and months when things could have been done and we might have been able to handle it. Now, people will say, well, you can't blame Donald Trump for the loss of the economy and the jobs because of COVID. Well, if Donald Trump had done what he was supposed to do, we wouldn't have gone through as much shit as we did. A million people died. And I'm sure you probably don't believe that. I believe Uh, people died. Yeah, I know that. But Donald Trump as president of the United States should do something. I mean, that's where Donald Trump drops the ball. He's all for the show. But when it comes down to detail, he, he falls short. He continually fails and fails and fails. Well, he did issue travel bans when uh, when COVID came out. He's uh, stopped the people coming in from China. It was too late, though. Um, Donald, you know, I'm not saying Donald Trump could have changed it dramatically, but it would have been nice to see what would have happened if he'd done something. He was too. See, Donald Trump, in my mind, was worried about this affecting his election in 2020. This idea of the pandemic hitting was bad news to him. So he thought it better to say, oh, that's not happening. That's not real. Because he actually said that. He said it wasn't real. He said, we've got 15 in this country. It'll just fade away and go away. Or when it gets warm, it will go away. All of that was lies. So how do you, how do you support that? Well, it's not something that you know because we never had something like that before. Well, yeah, we he, have. he didn't know what was coming in. He, he well, didn't 19, know it was going to be We had the nineteen eighteen pandemic. We had polio. We've had this stuff before, and the government is supposed to do what they have to do to protect us. But they spent most of the time telling us it was no big deal, and clearly it was a big deal. Not only for people dying, but for the economy and and the businesses in this country. Well, I mean, he did, you know, shut stuff down when he can. And, you know, it's it's the, the whole world suffered. I mean, it, it, well, that's it, my it's point. all around the world. Though. That's my point. Everybody wants to point at Biden and say, well, it's his fault when it didn't happen when he was in office. He was the one that Donald Trump got the vaccines going. I'll give him credit for yeah. that. He didn't do anything to distribute it once he had it. He wanted to say, I got the vaccines, but. What did he distribute? A couple of million before he left office. And then Joe Biden came in and got him fully distributed. And uh, and that was a big help. Uh, but then they want to blame Joe Biden uh, for actually doing something. Uh, should we have just let it ride out? I mean, you got to admit, the Republicans were talking about what's that word uh, uh, where you just let it go until it dies out. I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember what that's called, but I don't know. The Republicans largely didn't want to do anything about it. They wanted to ignore it because they thought it was a negative coming into the election. What they found out, it was a negative into the election, but because they didn't do anything about it. I'll tell you this, had Donald Trump done something about COVID, had he done something proactive about COVID, he might have won in 2020. What do you think? Well, then again, there's the... uh... Voter fraud and the ballot harvesting oh, that I'm had a little something to do with that. that yeah, I mean, of course, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to bring that up. I'm not going to let you get away with that. Oh, I, I'm glad you <laughs> brought it up because I keep hearing about election fraud, yet I have seen no evidence. Tell me what evidence did you have that there was election fraud? Some specific okay. situation where there was election fraud. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I can explain that. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Let me do. Okay. So during the day on election day, most of the Donald Trump's numbers were up. He was winning everywhere. And in these swing states, at not after night, you know, because votes should have been in by 8 p.m. on election night, but no, Democrats are like, oh, we're going to count votes farther. Yeah, so exactly. during the night, the machines stop counting. There's uh, truckloads of ballots dropped off. In the morning, he was up in certain states just by what Joe Biden needed to win. Also, the Supreme Court said well, he won that, by seven million votes. It wasn't like by a sliver. He won the popular vote by seven million votes, and he significantly won in the electoral votes. A landslide, according to Donald Trump, because Donald Trump won the same amount in 2016, and he said it was the greatest electoral landslide in history. Funny, Joe Biden won by the same amount in 2020, and apparently you aren't feeling too impressed by that. You well, well no, I remember that. Well, I, I remember that. But here's the other thing. The Supreme Court did say that all that these where they count all the ballots that they have poll watchers from both parties and these polling places weren't letting the ones for the Republican. And even though Justice Alito said you have to let them in, they still wouldn't let them in to watch the counting process. Right. Right. Let me ask you this. Where do, you get, about your, that? Where do you get your news? What's the source you get your news from? Pretty much everywhere I, mean, I get everywhere? it. Uh, uh, I get it from pretty much everywhere. I get it from Fox? Newsmax. Newsmax. Yeah, Fox. Fox. Is, Fox is one of them, and there's a lot of online sources. And you know that Newsmax, Fox, and OAN are not true <coughs> news sources. Fox themselves has admitted they're nothing more than an entertainment channel that gives opinion. And nobody would believe what they say when they've been take when they've been taken the court. They've said no one would believe everything we say. We're an entertainment channel, not a news channel. Yet you're using them as your news source. Do you see where the problem lies there? Well, no, I just said, well, what do you think? I mean, Donald Trump is up all day in the polls. And then at night, during the middle of the night, everything stops counting, truckloads of ballots get delivered, and then he just barely wins in these key swing states he, he just enough win. to win. He didn't barely win in all these swing states, maybe in a couple of them. Here's the thing, Brian. This is a, a phenomenon that, that, that happens all the time, and it has nothing to do with fake, fake uh, uh, voting. I mean, if there was any true voter fraud, don't you think one of the 60 courts that was looking at this have said, oh, yeah, maybe you're onto something. But every one of them turned Donald Trump away in those election fraud. Here's the deal. You have different kinds of votes coming in. You have votes coming in that people walk up to the voting booth and they vote. Those you see immediately. And then you have the mail-in ballots that are typically counted after the walk-in votes are in. So when it came in, given that maybe most Republicans were voting on the walk-in, uh, then the mail-in ballots were counted after. It's not a matter of when they came in. It's a matter of how they counted them, and that's why it gave you that perception. Those mail-in ballots or, or, or uh, absentee ballots are no less no less uh, um, legitimate than the walk-in ones. It's how they counted them. But the trouble is you watch somebody like Fox News or Newsmax or OAN and they say, you know, this is voter fraud. It's not. This is nothing that's 
nothing different than ever happened before. It just happens to be Donald Trump and people spouting bullshit because they're trying to suck people who don't get it in. And that's what they did to you. Well, what about when they weren't letting poll watchers in? They were putting up cardboard over the windows. They weren't even letting the ones for the Republican side in. And they had a right to be there to to watch and supervise, and they weren't letting them in. How do you explain that? Well, they actually have video of that. Well, that wasn't something that's made up. There there were poll watchers there, but unfortunately – the trouble with the Republicans at times is they tend to get violent. They tend to get loud. They get, tend oh, to get whatever. obnoxious. What, you disagree with that? Well, Let's no, not when they're January watching 6th. the polls. Yeah, the, uh, okay, that was one incident. We're talking about when the <laughs> ballots are being counted on election night. The ballots We're talking are, about that right now. Ballots at the, at the counting house. Ballots you know, whether at the at the when when they're being counted, you know all the boxes of mail in uh, ballots when they're being right. counted at the county building. Yeah, ballots were ballots were counted initially. They were recounted. Some were even audited. Let's talk about Arizona. You got the cyber ninjas of all people down in Arizona doing the audit. And oh boy, you were going to find the election fraud. You know what they found? Nothing. You know what else they didn't do? They didn't turn in their results. And now they're getting fined every week or every day because they, they can't even turn in the results. Arizona paid millions of dollars for these people to do a job to prove that the Democrats cheated and they found fucking nothing. Nothing. How do you explain that? I mean, if there's voter fraud, how come your own cyber ninjas couldn't find anything? Well, I mean, it was just out there. Just the courts went overturned that, which which brings me to a point. The Supreme Court. I mean, there's the justices wanted to do it just like they did with uh, Al Gore in 2000. No, they, they turned it away. But yeah, they there's. Because there's um, a clerk in the Supreme Court, and I had this on my show. There's a clerk that came forward that they heard Justice Roberts screaming through a wall saying, this is different. This isn't like 2000. We're going to have riots if we overturn the election. So Justice Roberts got scared. Brian, these are according to a clerk from the Supreme Court. No, that's a bullshit conspiracy theory. Do you have a recording of it? I mean, anybody can say anything, and that sounds ridiculous. Do you really think John Roberts can be screaming and crying because the world's going to break down if if they go against the Democrats? You really think? I mean, Roberts is a Republican for Christ's sake. I know, but uh, I mean, unless one of the clerks from the Supreme Court lied, which. You know, it could have happened, to, but that's what they said. The clerk has no power. No, He's but the, no, but the clerk overheard him through a wall screaming at the other uh, justices saying, no, we're not going to overturn that because we're going to have riots if we overturn it. OK, so you're telling me that some Trump said he overheard a, a clerk in the Supreme Court say something or, or hear something from John Roberts. So that is the basis for turning over an election, overturning an election? Come on, Brian, that's fucking crazy. Well, that, that's what one person said, so... But that doesn't mean just... anything. It doesn't mean anything. Well, that's just what somebody said. I mean, if the person's lying, that's one thing, but somebody did come forward and say that. Um, well, let's talk about January 6th briefly. Okay. 
how do you see January 6th? What happened there? Well, obviously, uh, people went to uh, to the Capitol to uh, protest, you know, stop the steal. And just because there's a lot of people showed up, yes, it, it did get a little rowdy. I, I'll admit that. A little that. rowdy. A little rowdy. Let me ask yeah. you something. If you had a bunch of Democrats storm your door, walk in, steal stuff, threaten to kill you and your family, and pissed and shit on the floors, would you say that was a little rough? It's definitely rough, yes. I mean, it's just, I mean, it could... wasn't meant to be. I mean, if it's not meant to be, see, it was it was meant to be a protest, you know, chanting, stop the steal, but it's just that there's so many people going in and entering the Capitol, just, it, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it wasn't really meant to be anything damaging, it's just that there's just so many people showed up. That's the thing, is a lot of people showed up. And How do you it was, know it wasn't meant to be? How, how do you know that they, uh, whoops, it just happened. How do you know that? Well, I mean, they went there to, to protest, stop the steal. That's just my belief. They went and, to the protest with uh, with uh, bear spray? That's how they protest, with bear spray? Well, a few, a few people brought I don't a think few, everybody brought that. 150 police were injured by these alleged protesters. They were beaten with flags. They were shot with bear spray. They were shot with tasers. This is a little more than just a protest, Brian. Come on. And just a lot of people showed up. I mean, you know, and then he blamed Trump for it, but then Trump's speech before that says, we're going to march to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically make your voice heard. He, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He said... That's on if, tape, yeah. He, okay, you want to hear something else on tape? He says, you, you we're going to lose our de- democracy. We got to go fight like hell. Head over to the U.S. Capitol and let's show them how angry we are and get them to understand how this is important. Donald Trump incited this crowd and to suggest that there was no planning here. Are you not watching the news? Do you not get this on Fox? There's been a lot of information given about meetings at the Mayflower Hotel. Jenny Thomas walking into the White House and sitting down with the administrative staff and and coming up with plans. We've got text messages where Jenny Thomas is offering up her to send him send her a Venmo to pay for buses. These aren't conspiracy theories. These are actual news stories. This happened to suggest that this wasn't planned in advance is just you're you're either oblivious or or you're lying. A lot of people planned in advance, but they weren't working for Trump. They just did that on their own. Trump didn't call everybody a week before or a month before saying, hey, we're going to go over there and we need to organize this group. No, because that little pep talk beforehand happened minutes before it all happened. When he says we're going to go peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. All Everything that he said was after everybody planned what they were going to do. People were doing that on their own. He didn't incite it. People did that on their own. Well, a, a, a lot of people disagree with you about inciting it, and it's something he's going to have to address. The courts will decide whether he, in fact, incited it. Now, the thing about it is, as you say, he, they didn't technically work for Donald Trump, and I know you're looking oh. for a loophole here. It wasn't about working in a payroll situation with Donald Trump. It's about these members uh, essentially becoming a cult and doing the bidding for their Lord and Savior. And don't tell me Lord and Savior is too strong because I've heard him say it. Well, I, I haven't heard that. Of course you haven't. You listen to Fox and OAN. 
If you opened up your mind and actually listened to news sources, you don't have to listen to MSNBC or CNN. Go to of NPR. Of course, I won't, no. Go to NPR. <laughs> go to AP. Go to Reuters. Go to BBC. All of these places I, are more more, more logical, and they're telling these stories. So if you're reading them, you should know this. Yeah, and I get stuff from The Blaze and AOL as well. Oh, Jesus so. Christ, The Blaze. What? The Blaze is just a just a shitty version of Fox. Mm, yeah, okay. Well, See, the problem, you know, Brian, here's the thing. One of the reasons we're so divisive, divided in this country is not because of politics. Well, it's because of politics, but it's because of the mm-hmm. media. All these media outlets, whether they be left side or right side, all tell a different story. And if well, you got only, that right. Yeah. And if you only pay attention to one version of the story, then you don't know all the facts. And if you don't know all the facts, I can tell you something right now, and you'll tell me exactly what you just did. Well, I've never heard that. Well, everybody else in the country's heard it. You're just not listening. You're focusing on those things you want to hear, not what's true, not what's right, not what's decent. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is a bunch of Trumplifucks got together. They planned out ahead of time because we we have emails and text messages showing that they met and what they talked about. I mean, Jesus, we've got people that are in the in in the insurrectionists that are being charged with seditious conspiracy. Conspiracy is the essence of getting together with other people and planning it. They wouldn't be able to get those charges if something wasn't planned ahead of time. Yeah, but Trump didn't uh, tell them to do. They just did did that on their own because they they knew that when the election was stolen, they just didn't. They just knew what was going to happen when Biden and the Democrats are running the country. So you're and they didn't want this. Your point is here that that. Uh, it's all okay because Donald Trump didn't tell them. They just did what they were going to do, and it's nobody's fault. They I didn't did say it, it was. They did it for a reason. They did it to support Donald Trump. They did it to overthrow the government. They did it to overturn the election. When they crashed in that building, why did they go in there? They wanted to interrupt the the certification of the uh, um, of the election. Now, if they're going in there trying to certify the uh, interrupt the certification of the election, that means whether you like it or not, they were working for Donald Trump to keep them in power. So don't tell me they weren't working for Donald Trump. They were working on behalf of Donald Trump, maybe not on the payroll, but they were doing it for Donald Trump. And this is what Donald Trump wanted. Please explain to me why, when this is all going on, he sat in his dining room, you know, giggling and, and playing with himself watching this thing go on and do absolutely nothing, nothing for three hours. Explain to me why that happened. We, we make it sound like that uh, Trump told them and planned it out with them and sent out emails to everybody and said, okay, everybody, we need to bomb the Capitol. So next month, everybody get over here and do this. That's, that's what you're making it sound like. That's what it is. And I'm not saying Donald Trump wrote the emails, but all the people that were working for Donald Trump did. People like Jenny Thomas, people like Mark Meadows, people like uh, Jared Kushner, people like all these people that are tied to this. They help put this together. Donald Trump is like a mob boss. He doesn't put his fingerprints on anything. But when he said, you got to fight like hell to save our democracy, what did that mean? And then Rudy Giuliani comes up and says uh, something about 
going to battle. These are all fighting words. These are what they said prior to the insurrection. You can't tell me that that isn't a certain amount of incitement, and the judges will prove me right. I guarantee you on this. Well, when you say fight, it doesn't necessarily mean like fist fight. I mean, you can have like a yelling fight or just argument fight, fight in court. That's that's fighting too. You see, you see what you're doing petition, here. Though. Petitioning your congressman and stuff. Yeah. What, what what you're doing here is exactly what a cult member would do. And I'm not saying you're a cult member, oh. but here's, let me explain this to you. We know that there was an, uh, an attempted coup. We know that because of what they did. Now, all you're doing right now is telling me, well, it's not Trump's fault because he didn't exactly do this or exactly do that. But it was all for the benefit of Donald Trump in order to keep him in power, which is absolutely the opposite of what our Constitution, the thing you folks seem to always tell us you love, but you don't follow it. They were fighting for Donald Trump. Now, maybe he didn't call them up and say, attack now. But some of the people around no. him did. The people who work for him did. Now, how do you know that? <laughs> because of the text messages and the emails that have been released. Have you watched any of the hearings? I bet you didn't. You've not watched any hearings. Well, no, I got better things to do than oh, watch yeah, the yeah. bogus hearing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you got better things to do than hear the I'm truth. not retired like you are. I, I have to go to work and stuff. So, <laughs> Well, you don't have to. You don't have to have a lot of time. I mean, you can go on the Internet and find the bits and pieces. You don't have to sit and watch TV all day, and certainly I don't do that. Um, but the point is, is you, you, you're, you're ignoring any other possible option other than that Donald Trump is faultless and that and 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 that's all that matters. The fact that the Trump fucks went in and tried to overthrow the government, that just happened because too many people got together. It was a rowdy bar. That's bullshit, Brian. That's a poor answer. That's a weak that's that, that's a weak excuse. Well when uh, people really feel that the election got stolen you have a right to protest and say something. You have a right to go out there with your flags, say, stop the steal. And stop beat the the cops and spray bear spray and taser cops. They had a right to do that. Is that what you're saying? No, no, that, that that wasn't meant to happen. That happened just because, they, like I said, too happen, many, it happened. Too, too, yeah, but too many people showed up and they were going in oh. and it's like, it was just like a stampede. It's hard to control when it's that many people. I, mean, I guarantee if it was a lot less people, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> My God, Brian, that's that's absolutely absurd. The, the fact is they worked their ass off to get that many people there, and they would have had more people there. Have you heard the story about the uh, stash of guns that were kept in a hotel for the second charge? Did you know that that some of your buddies, these guys that didn't mean to do anything, brought a cache of guns for after the first time through? You know what strikes me so funny? When you have that many people, so few police departments or for so few police officers, and you have Donald Trump and, and the Pentagon holding back the National Guard for three hours. You want to blame it on Pelosi, but Pelosi had no power over the National Guard. It was uh, Mike Flynn's. Uh, brother in the Pentagon who had control whether to release him. And they sat there for three hours. In spite of all that working for them, those dumb fucking Trump fucks still couldn't accomplish the mission. Well, if because yeah, I've heard that too, that Nancy Pelosi knew that there's going to be a 
possible disturbance the next day. And who's in charge of, okay, let me tell you this, who's in charge of the security of the House of Representatives? It's the Sergeant at Arms. And who's who runs the Sergeant at Arms? The Speaker. Right? <laughs> That, that, that's, that's a pretty weak attempt, Brian. The fact of it the is. matter is the Capitol Police are the ones that uh, protect the, the, the Capitol, and that's mm-hmm. run by the chief of police for the Capitol Police. Uh, Nancy Pelosi doesn't have any say in this, but here's the problem again. You're hearing this from Fox, OAN, and Newsmax, mm-hmm. who don't tell you the truth. They do <laughs> nothing but fucking lie, mm-hmm. and people like you sit there and fucking listen to it, and you believe it. And, and, and no matter how much I tell you that, you're never going to grasp it. And that's why people of a sound mind are going to be falling away from Donald Trump and the Trump LaFucks, just like they are right now. And then once again, you'll be this small core of people that have no power, which is what you've been fearful of all along. Well, I don't see it that way because uh, the polls are showing that we're going to have a red wave coming up uh, in the midterms. As long as there's no cheating in the election, we're going to have a red wave. Let me let, 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 let me let me ask you that where are you hearing that it's going to be a red wave polls everywhere which poll uh political that's not true uh, Gallup polls everything i mean even like i said even bernie sanders and i'll come back to this point bernie sanders has said that a few weeks ago and i got that on recording where he read the read the poll saying that uh, most americans are unhappy with the way things are going and the biggest thing that's going to drive the election is the economy. I mean, whether you believe it or not. getting better, and the com- economy is proving. I tell you what, I got to take a little late, a, though. I got to take you know, no, it's not. I got to take a quick break. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that, and we'll be right back, and we'll get into uh, some of the polls and, and the midterms. So just hold on there a second. We'll be right back. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Brian, before the break, you were talking about this red wave that's going to come in the midterms. You really believe that? Yeah. You really believe there's going to be a red wave? Honestly, honestly, yes, I I do. Why do you believe that? Because, as I was trying to tell you before the break, that um, the Democrats are getting blamed for this economy. They're getting blamed for the gas prices. They all know that. Joe Biden can't even form a sentence. It just everybody me, right? needs to you're, change. You're kidding, you're kidding me, right? No, you you have the audacity to suggest that Joe Biden has some uh, uh, cognizance problems. Donald Trump was just yes. on a show recently, and he was ranting and raving as he is known <laughs> to do. And he said, "By the way, Mark Zuckerberg came to see me at the White House last week to kiss my ass." Well, Donald Trump has not been in the White House for two years. Where's the cognizance there? Have you ever listened to Donald Trump talk? He is probably one of the most inarticulate motherfuckers I've ever listened to. He can't complete a sentence. He's just pulling shit out of his ass. He has no no uh, mindset when he's talking. He just opens his mouth and spews shit. 
to suggest he's more cognizant than Joe Biden is absolutely ridiculous. Take take, for example, the last last speech that Biden did. Far more clear than anything Donald Trump has ever done. Oh, Nat, no, I've got so much audio because I when I do my show, I do audio clips. I have audio of Trump, Biden, everybody, Pelosi, McCarthy. I got a stack of CDs, tons and tons of audio clips that I keep. And Donald Trump usually talks pretty clear and. Joe Biden's kind of like, well, well, first of all, we know that Joe Biden has had some issues in his background with uh, stuttering. Issues. So, so are, are you making fun of somebody who has a stuttering problem? That's not what you're doing, is it? No, it's just he's got dementia. Everybody says it and everybody knows it. I, okay, I say Donald Trump has dementia. Well, it's your opinion. It's not true. but Well, and that's exactly the point. It's your opinion and it's not true. So that's not even worth discussing. We're talking about the red wave here. Please explain. Now, from the moment right after the election in 2020, everybody said, well, the Republicans are going to win the midterms. They're going to massacre in the midterms because historically that's what happens. My premise has always been that's fine. But what's going on now is nothing like nothing we've seen in history. I want you to explain to me how you think you're going to gain votes. I mean, you lost you lost the Senate in 2020, right? And yeah. uh, we maintained the House in 2020. Democrats won the presidential election in 2020. What have the Republicans done since 2020 to gain more votes? Because they already lost in 2020. What is it that they have accomplished that gains them votes for the midterms? Give me one thing. Well, being not in power, they haven't accomplished much, but they have plans to turn things around. <laughs> but they and never do it. I mean, because they, they can't. They don't have the power to pass bills. That's the problem. But they have the power to help the people, don't they? The infrastructure bill. You think that's a bad bill? You think the infrastructure bill was bad? Because not one Republican I mean, voted it's... for it, yet they're taking credit for it now. Please explain that. I mean, if it's too much spending, I mean, we have to watch the spending because the spending is what gets us into inflation. That, that, that's what inflation no, no, is, no, 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 if you're bringing too much money. Here, well, let me ask you this. Uh, um, yeah, let me ask you this, Brian. One of the big things that Donald Trump said he did for you and me was that brilliant tax cut, that huge tax cut. How much benefit did you get out of that tax cut? Uh, I've always been paying really good with taxes. I, I didn't really see much change, me myself personally. Well, here's but the thing, it, here's the thing it though. What income bracket you're in, yeah. What, what you have to understand is how that tax tax deal worked out. And if you know this, I can't imagine how you would be supportive of it. In that tax break, he gave two trillion dollars in tax write offs or tax discounts, or whatever, to rich people, people making millions and billions of dollars. The tax cut he gave you and me were crumbs, but it only went for two years. And then after that, it was taken away. And then two years from now, it's going to be increased, and two years from now, it's going to be increased again. So your your favorite guy gave the rich people $2 trillion for, in perpetuity, 
but only gave you a temporary crumbs and then now starts to raise your taxes so they can pay for those big people's taxes. Now, the problem is here, how come when you give rich people $2 trillion, you, Mr. Middle Class, me, Mr. Middle Class, how come when they gave them $2 trillion, you didn't say a word about inflation or about taxes or about anything like that? Why is that different? Is it for rich people or is it for corporations? Both. Because, you know, I can tell right now, you cut the corporate tax, that keeps the companies from leaving and going overseas. That's one thing I can tell you about that right now. So, so you're saying corporations are holding America hostage? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, no, it's say we don't want them to take the jobs overseas. Here's because one thing-, thing Donald Trump said in 2016 when he won, when he gave his Except, you know, his victory speech, because uh, I remember that he said one thing he says is we're going to stop corporations from going overseas. I know how to do it. We're going to do it. At first, I didn't know what he how he was going to stop them. But then I found out cut the corporate tax so they don't have to get killed with taxes. And that makes them want to be here. You know, there's a better option to that, don't you? Like and what? it's an option where you don't have to take it out of our hide because you know where that $2 trillion comes from? Mm-hmm. It comes from you and me. It comes from our taxes. That's the rich people in the corporations say, you can't, you can't dictate how much we make. No, you can make as much as you want. I just want my money back that you're getting for nothing. This whole trickle down concept hasn't worked for 50 years and it's not going to work. So, you could give them two trillion to entice them or to coerce them to stay in this country. Or you can say, like Joe Biden said, you go out of this country and you want to sell shit here in the state. It's going to cost you a lot more. That way it doesn't come out of our back. It comes out of the corporations where it should come from. But that's the problem with Republicans. You're all about helping the rich. And I don't understand it, Brian. You're not a rich man. I'm not a rich man. They're taking money out of you, giving it to rich people. And you're you're smiling like you enjoy it. That makes no fucking they're not, sense. They're not taking money from me. I'm not paying anything are. else more in taxes. Where are they no. getting? Where are they getting the two my, trillion dollars? I don't know. They're not taking it out of my money. My taxes have been the same for the past ten, fifteen years. I haven't had any well, if, any change. If you don't know where the money comes from to give them a two trillion dollar tax cut. And and we can agree that is true. That is an actual number that's been reported, $2 trillion. If you don't know where that comes from, why are you worried about giving $2 trillion or a trillion dollars back to the middle class, back to the people who are the backbone of this country? You see where the the problem is here? You seem to give them a pass when they give it to rich people. When they want to give it to you and I to have better health care or whatever it is, then you have a problem with it. That makes no fucking sense, Brian. I don't know. I mean, it hasn't changed any of my taxes. I mean, the only thing that's changed with me in the past 10, 15 years is my health insurance because of Obamacare. That's the only thing that's changed for me. So, oh, that, that, that reminds me, uh, Donald Trump, now that you bring up Obamacare, you oh. know why Obamacare sucks? You know why, why? it sucks? Yeah, I'll tell me. I'd like I'll to t- know. I'll tell you why. It's it's the same reason a lot of bills end up sucking, and it could go either either Republican or Democrat. The ACA, as it was originally proposed, 
would have been much better than what we have now. I don't know that it would have been perfect or even great, but it would have been better than we have it now. But unfortunately, we have this problem where it goes through the House and the Senate, and then you get the Republicans coming in and said, we want this, we don't want this, we want this. And it has nothing to do with what they want. It has everything to do with making that bill worse so the other party doesn't look good. We've got Democrats and Republicans working against us, and until you recognize that, you're, you're going to keep losing. If you think the Republicans are your saviors and heroes, you're wrong. If you think the Democrats are your heroes and saviors, you're wrong. It's them against us. But every bill that goes through is torn apart and made to be worse because the other party doesn't want the party with the bill to look good. And that's what happened with ACA. That's why it's not great. But did not, didn't Donald Trump, you remember 2016, right? Yeah, I remember that. Donald Trump told us very specifically that he had a health care plan. It was not only going to be the best health care plan, it was going to be cheaper and everybody would be covered. Now, not only didn't he come up with a, a, a health care plan, he had zero health care plan. And in all the situations when it comes to health care, Republicans have not come up with one plan. So you can bitch about Biden having ACA and after the Republicans mess it up, but the Republicans have refused to do anything. You know why? Because they're too busy giving the money to rich people and not to you. And the fact that you can't see that, that troubles me, Brian. Well, what troubles me with uh, Obamacare is uh, before that happened is that my deductible was 2000 Now it's 10000 Before Obamacare... I was paying $55 out of every paycheck for health care. Now it's uh, $180. Well, my, all my premiums went up thanks to Obamacare. No, I don't think it's because of Obamacare. Look, I start when I started at the radio station we both worked at in 1989. I had health care. I had no deductible. I had no co-pays. And I wasn't paying much, if anything at all, every two weeks. By the time I left there, I had high co-pays, high, um, high, high uh, deductibles. And I was paying like about 180, 200 bucks every two weeks for my family. This isn't necessarily an issue with ACA. The problem is, is we've got the medical industry who has big uh, lobbyists who continue to keep our government, allowing them to do what they want. I mean, I just had eye surgery for a cataract. And what what I was charged for, it was absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, fortunately, I can afford it. But but then you throw in the then you throw in the the uh, insurance companies, the middleman, and they ramp it up. Even higher. The problem we have right now, the problem we have is that that uh, the medical industry and the and the and the insurance industry is going rogue and just raping whoever the hell they want to. You, you seem to love Bernie Sam- Sanders, right? Well, not so much. I love him. I just pointed out <laughs> something that he that he agreed. Well, that he he said something that I agreed with. So Sounds like you said thing. a couple of things. But also, Bernie Sanders said Medicare for all. You have a problem with everybody getting health care? I don't have a problem with everybody getting health care. I mean, if it's for free. Well, well, when you, well, the thing is, well, I don't, I mean, if you can do it without 
Um, and we, we got to figure out how it's going to get paid for it. The government's paying for it, and it's just if it's about printing money to do it, it's going to hurt the economy. I mean, I have no problem with it if they can put together a plan to do it and not cost anybody anything, not raise inflation, well, not any do. of that. If you can put together a good plan, that would that would, that would definitely work. They do have a plan. Do it that way. And, and let's let let's understand this: that every country around us that's even closest to us all have free health care. All of them. How is it that all of these countries can come up with a plan to do it, and the greatest country in the world, the alleged greatest country in the world, cannot do it? It's because people are making money from it. There's an easy way to pay this. Make people who don't pay taxes now pay their fair share. And that would be the rich and the corporations who get away with paying little or nothing in taxes. Don't you think the corporations and rich people should pay their fair share? Is there any reason why you think they shouldn't? Well, no, I mean, they, they should definitely pay their fair share. Doesn't it's it just that they should not? Pay, well, I mean, they should pay the same rate as everybody else. I mean, they shouldn't be. The only thing I don't have, the only thing I have a problem with is if, if uh, some people pay 35% of their income for taxes, but rich people, oh, well, you're rich, so you got to pay 80%. Yeah, well, not 80%, but, you know, that I don't think is fair. Okay. But if they, if everybody pays the same rate, I, I would think that would be fair, yes. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. On the other side of the thing, if I'm paying 35% and you're paying 35% <laughs> and you don't want them paying 80%, I don't know why, why that would impact you because it wouldn't impact you. But then do you think it's fair that you pay 35% and rich people pay 10%? Does that sound equitable to you? Does that sound well, like no, a that, that 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 wouldn't be fair, but I don't think but that's, that's what, what's going on. Rich people are higher tax going on. That's absolutely what's going on. And the fact that the government is leaving money on the table and it's going back to the rich and not into the things that we should be covering for the middle class. Did you know that you've got kids, right? Yeah, five kids. You know, with the COVID relief bill, we had this thing uh, that brought kids out of poverty, brought 50% of the kids in poverty out of poverty. Okay. Would Mm -hmm. you say that's a good thing? Money well spent? Are you talking about the um, individual uh, checks? Tax tax rate. Well, that's a good thing, but the thing is that's printing money, and no, that's not printing kind money. Of, that's, I mean, where's the money coming from? That's a standard line that Republicans say. It's coming from making wealthy people pay taxes. I mean, let me ask you this. Let's talk about health care. Okay, so they had, let's say they had to, um, let's say they had to, take taxes out of the middle class to cover health care. Let's just say they had to do mm-hmm. that. Okay. So maybe right. your tax, your tax taxes, let's just say, for example, go up a hundred a month. That would bother you. Right. But if you're saving 300 or 400 a month of what you would normally pay for health care, you got to see the, <laughs> the balance there. It makes sense to pay a hundred dollars in taxes as opposed to a $400 policy. I mean, yeah, if it works out that way, but but you don't believe yeah. it because OAN and Newsmax told you otherwise or rich Republicans told you otherwise. This is the problem, Brian, whether it be Democrat. And I tell the Democrats this as well as the Republicans. When you hear a, a politician or a media head telling you something, you must take it with a grain of salt because they do and always will lie to you. You got to dig a little deeper. You can't say, well, I heard this on Fox, so this must be the truth. 
especially if you heard it on Fox, the chances of it being the truth are slim. I mean, you know they're getting sued right now. They might not even exist in six months because they're being sued by Dominion. You think they're going to win that case? Well, they might. I mean, I don't know what uh, Fox said about Dominion. That well, they perpetuated the whole like thing. How about how about uh, how, how about like our homeboy, Mike uh, Mike the Pillow Guy, big fan of his. Well, I haven't bought his products or anything, but I, yeah, I've heard Mike Mike Lindell. Do you believe, do you believe yeah. what he's saying? Uh, depends what he said. What, what did he say? Well, he keeps talking about election fraud and he keeps talking about how he's going to have this event or this date and he's going to give up all the evidence, but he has yet to ever give up a single shred of evidence. Why do people support him? Well, I don't know well, what you what, do, but why would they support him? Well, I don't know what he said about Dominion. I mean, in order for Dominion to have lawsuits, people would have to be accusing them of doing something. I haven't heard anybody accuse Dominion of doing something wrong. That's the you, thing. You, you haven't heard over these last two years, you haven't heard people say that Dominion and some some dictator in South America was tied to Dominion and owned Dominion and they faked the election. You haven't heard that because that's been all over the news, Brian. If you haven't heard that, you need to watch some other fucking channels. I mean, I know that there's all these mail-in ballots that were a problem, but... Uh, how were they a problem? Please pl- explain to me how they were a problem. I thought we covered that earlier, that when you no, have... No, we didn't. Uh, when, when you remember, I, yeah, I mean, we did remember when he said that uh, in the middle of the night, all these ballots were dropped off and just happened well, to be uh, ballots, ballots for Joe Biden. Ballots weren't dropped off, and and the courts have. Yeah. There's been no proof of that at all. There are two different times. I, what I explained to you, you had the walk-in people that voted, and you had the mail-in ballots. They counted the walk-ins first, so immediately it looks like Republicans are winning. But then the mail-in ballots come in, and they are just as legitimate as the walk-in ballots. Which ironic is, <laughs> Republicans counted on mail-in ballots prior to two thousand sixteen more than Democrats did. Uh, prior to that. But anyway, you're, you're taking a scenario and making it look bad when it's perfectly legitimate and, and, and been that way since they've been doing these things. This is not news. This is Donald Trump seeing something and saying, oh, how can I make this work for me? So then he lies. And then, of course, people like you believe it. Well, like I said earlier, I just don't know how he was winning all along till late at night. I just told he you. He stopped counting ballots, stuff dropped off, and then, oh, Biden just happens to win because all these ballots dropped off happen to be Joe Biden ballots. That, that looks a little fishy to me. Well, let me t- tell you something else the Republicans like to say. No way Joe Biden got the most votes in history for a president. That has to be fake. There's no way he got that many votes. Are you You feel that same way? Well, it's whenever he had rallies, he had maybe oh, a dozen people rallies, show up. Don't make any difference. And we then Trump had rallies, tens of thousands. Oh, you really think the yeah? Well, Trump no, had tens. Of, you need to have elections at rallies then, because they don't dictate what it is. Let me tell you why Joe Biden got eighty-one million votes. Joe Biden didn't get it because he was very articulate or he was the greatest president in the world. He wasn't my choice for president. And I don't think he'll run in 2024. And I don't think he should. 
But the reason why Joe Biden got eight million, eighty one million votes is because of Donald Trump. People saw the shit show that he created for four years and they were scared to death that he was going to get another four. So people got off the couch who wouldn't normally get off the couch and voted. And that's why he got 81 million votes. It was because of Donald <laughs> Trump, not in spite of Donald Trump. Uh, I disagree with that. No, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why not? Well, because Donald Trump had really great economic numbers. I've covered that earlier. He had great economic numbers. He did not, Joe though. Joe Biden's got the mention. He, 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 he had less jobs than when he came in. The economy was taking a shit. And I know you want to blame COVID, but the reason COVID got out of hand is because Donald Trump dropped the fucking ball. Donald Trump is responsible not for COVID, but for how bad COVID got. Had we had a real president who actually did something to protect the country, then you wouldn't have had COVID to the extent you had it. You disagree? A real president? You mean like Joe Biden, right? Is that what like you're anybody, talking about? Like anybody but <laughs> Donald Trump. I mean, to be oh, honest gosh. with you, anybody who ran against Donald Trump for the Democratic Party would have got 81 million votes. It didn't have to be Joe Biden. It could have been fucking anybody. It could have been Kamala. They were just glad uh-huh. to get Donald Trump out of the fucking office. Well, I know the folks on the far left wanted to get him out of office, but. I think two thirds of this country wanted him out of the office, and now it's more like uh, 75% of the people want him oh, out of this. Oh, gosh. No way. No way. You think he. No way. You, you think he would get voted in? Let me ask you this. You were talking about election fraud. We know that the Russians meddled in 2016. We knew they meddled in the election in 2020, and they admitted that when they were meddling, they were doing it to benefit Donald Trump. Does that not sound like an attempt to defraud the election process? Well, I mean, if they meddled in 2020, then why didn't Trump win if they meddled in it? Well, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good see? Point. And that's why Donald Trump got so mad. He tried to cheat again, and he still fucking lost. You got to understand that everything Donald Trump has ever done, he's failed in. Please give me one example of where he's ever been a success. One time. Other I, than econ- other than economic numbers. The economic uh, numbers weren't that good. They weren't the best in years. You kept saying that, but that was not se- true. Well, border security wants uh, to have the wall so we can stop all the illegals from flooding our country you want to hear about border security i got a little number for you here okay now the numbers of people coming across the border aren't that much different than when donald trump was in office as much as you like to make it i mean that's your talking point you say oh the 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 the, uh the uh, borders are open let me let me explain something to you there was a study done and uh if need be i'll get it to you uh But when you had, say, a million people coming across the border when Donald Trump or when Joe Biden was in office, 36 percent of those people stayed in the country to go to court to try to get asylum. 36 percent of the million. That's a lot. That's quite a lot. Okay. right. Yeah. Now. With a similar amount of people coming across the border when Donald Trump was in office, you know how many people stayed in the country to seek asylum through the courts? 52%. So actually more people were getting and staying in the country when Donald Trump was here than when Joe Biden is doing it. Now, here's the thing. 
There is no president ever in history that's been able to address and fix the border. That's just a dog whistle, a racist dog whistle by the Republicans trying to make Joe Biden look bad. But Donald Trump looked as bad or worse than Joe Biden ever did when it came to the border. He was going to have a wall that -hmm. was paid for by Mexico. He still got no fucking wall. But you got Steve Bannon collecting $25 million, putting it in his pocket, and then now he's going to jail for it. There is no wall. There never was a wall. There might be a few segments of it, but they're falling apart as we speak. Mexico never paid for it. So how do you support somebody for this wall thing and the border thing when he accomplished nothing with it? He was a failure. He was getting it built. He was getting it built. I mean, he didn't get it done in four years. Yeah, they were building. They, they They were building it, yes. Why did he need Steve Bannon to collect money for the wall if Mexico was going to pay for it? What happened there? Well, okay, well, Mexico didn't end up paying for it, but he was still building the wall. So did he lie or was he just stupid? Did he say something stupid or did he lie about it? He was probably trying to get Mexico to pay for it. It probably didn't work. That was probably his plan all along. It's not a plan. It's not a lie if you say, okay, I plan to do this. I plan to get this done. And if you don't accomplish your plan, it's not a lie. I mean, if you say, well, my goal is to get it done. What he said was he'll definitely make Mexico pay for it. Mark my words. Mexico will pay for it. That's what he said. He didn't say, I'm trying. I'm hoping against hope. He said, Mexico will pay for it. But instead, instead, they had to collect money to pay for it. And then the people who were his buddies, his close confidants and advisors, stole the fucking money. And here's the ironic thing. Doesn't this piss you off? Ask, let me ask you if this pisses you off. Steve Bannon, I'm guessing you're a fan. He's a criminal. He's a dirtbag. Uh, but, but most Republicans like him. He has this thing to, to, um, collect money for the wall, to put up the wall. And who's he getting that money from? He's getting them from the Trump fans, right? Okay. So, so he doesn't build the wall. He pockets the money. He defrauds the, the, the program and the government, and uh, he steals money from people like you that sent him money for this wall. And then Donald Trump, after he steals the money from Republicans, pardons him, basically flipping all his own fans off. They lost their money. They got nothing in return. And then Joe, uh, then Donald Trump pardons this fucking criminal in spite of the fact he stole from you. You feel good about that? Well, no. I mean, if he's a criminal, yeah, you should definitely get uh, prosecuted for you. I mean, I didn't say I like that. But what I'm trying to say, you keep talking away from it, is that they were he was building the wall. I mean, he was getting done. They were, they were building segments of it. If Trump would have had a second term, we would have had the wall completed. That's not what he said, though. He said he'd get it done in quick order, and he said Mexico would pay for it. He didn't. He didn't come up. He came up short. He, he either lied or didn't know. Well, unless he was uh, talking about they're going to pay for it in with tariffs with the trade deal or something. I mean, it's, I've heard that come out too. Yeah, you know why we have inflation, Brian? 
Why? Because of, of the stupid fucking tariffs that Trump put on. That's uh, part of the reason we have inflation. <laughs> and, and, and if you say I'm wrong, you don't know about economics. Because the fact of the matter is those tariffs have had a horrible impact on the economy and mm. inflation. And that's Donald Trump just trying to play hard guy and not knowing yeah. what the fuck he's doing. We, we've only got a short time left here. I, I want to talk about this because I want to get your take on it. Oh, okay. So, so, so Donald Trump leaves the White House. Right. In spite of what you might think, he got his ass beat. He lost that fucking election. And he's leaving the White House. Right. So, so he decides to pack up a bunch of top secret documents and bring them with him down to Mar-a-Lago. The National Archives calls him up and says, hey, man, you got some of our top secret documents. We want to get them. He goes, oh, sure. Here they are. Well, they get back and they realize they're not all here. He's still got some. They call down and say, Don, where are the rest of our documents? Oh, no, we don't have any more documents. And they went back and forth like this for seven months trying to get these documents. And Donald Trump did everything he could to hide them from him. They've got video footage of him and his people moving them from one room to another room when these people are coming by. So they go down there and they search it and they find all these top secret documents, even above top secret documents, even documents of nuclear weapons for other countries, which is the highest level of secrecy. Please explain how that happens by accident or innocently. Well, when they know that they have, uh, when he has documents, uh, he had them in a safe. Uh, no, he didn't. Government he originally didn't told him. He had some in his desk drawer. Okay, because he had a lock that he was told to put there, and they knew about that for a months. A padlock. A padlock. Yeah, and, and that's going to stop a Russian spy, you think? You think a padlock, a master lock, a, a padlock is going to do that? That and the Secret Service is down there to, to uh, guard it. Keep in mind, he has a lot of Secret Service protection still. Yeah. So they're, and they knew about it. They were there before, and. He lied. Thing, no, he the lied, thing about you said he didn't have them, and he did. Okay, but well, okay, you want to talk about lying? Talk about Merrick Garland. He originally said he didn't sign off on the on the raid. As I oh, nothing to do with it. But the heat got turned up on him so bad, he actually had to come out and admit that yeah, he originally signed off on the raid. So is that a surprise lied. to you? What the Merrick. Of course he signed off on it. He is I, the head of the DOJ. The FBI works under the DOJ. In order to do something like that, Merrick Garland would have had to sign off on it. There was no issue, no question that he signed off on it. He originally said he didn't, though. I don't think that's the case. I've never heard that. Yeah. I've heard that he did say, yeah, I did sign off on it. But let me and ask you something. Regardless of how he protected it or how he locked it up, <coughs> the fact remains that for him to take it out of the White House and to bring it to Mar-a-Lago. That in itself is a crime. The fact that he held on to them and lied to the FBI, that is a crime. The fact that he had possession of certain top-secret documents that should have never left a skiff, that is a crime. Please, somebody from the Republican Party, tell me how Donald Trump is not a criminal here for committing these crimes. Well, they... Did he dis- declassify a lot of that before he left? Because I heard that's what he did. He declassified a lot of stuff. Well, that's bullshit. Because in order yeah. to declassify, well, 
well, in order to declassify things, there is a process. And all the people around him who are now backing away from him, the people that work for him, said, yeah, there was no declassification. And do you remember that picture where they showed all the top secret documents on the floor there? You remember that picture? Well, that yeah. well, if a if a document is declassified, it must have a stamp on it that says declassified. Funny thing is, none of them had that stamp. He didn't declassify shit. He's pulling stuff out of his ass now that he's caught. This clown thought he was so smart he would never get caught. He thought he was gaming the system, as he always does. Well, he got caught, and this is going to be one he's going to be hard-pressed to get out of. This is a fucking serious crime. All right, well, we'll just see how that ends up happening then, huh? Yeah. But, well, uh, I mean, this is more of a political hit hit job because... Like I said, the elections are coming up. The Democrats are desperate to derail the Republican Party by any means necessary. I don't think they're desperate at this point. I said in 2020 yeah. that at the at the beginning of 2020 that the <laughs> Democrats would win the House and the Senate and probably expand the Senate. Now, Mitch McConnell has all but conceded the Senate to the Democrats. He sees what's happening. The House is a little different situation, but please explain how you think you gain votes when you take a constitutional right away from 50 percent of this country. When you overturn uh, a Roe v. Wade when 70 percent of this country supported it. How do you expect to get votes when you piss off 70 percent of the country and all women? What, what, what did Congress have to do with that? Nothing. That was the Supreme Court. It's got nothing to do with Congress. Oh, it absolutely did have everything to do with Congress, had everything to do with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's the one that put these three fake Supreme Court justices in to get this done. The Republican Party has run on and, and, and collected money based on overturning Roe v. Wade for decades, but they fucked up because they actually overturned Roe v. Wade, and now they got nothing to campaign on, and they've not nothing to uh, get donations over. They fucked up, and they did it before the midterms, which was the stupidest thing in the world. And if you want to look at polls, the one thing that's having the biggest effect and why Democrats, in fact, are having the edge at the midterms, they had no chance a year ago, according to the polls. But now they're right neck and neck or beating the Republicans, and it's all based on that stupid fucking decision by overturning Roe v. Wade. You watch. I mean, I'd be willing to put money on it. Well, watch and see. I mean, I don't think that's the driving factor. I think it's the economy. People want the Democrats out of office. They need a change, and that's going to be the main driving factor in well, this. I guarantee well, it. Well, 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 Brian, if someone took a constitutional right away from you, would that not be a big deal? I don't know what constitutional right you like, but would that bother you? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, you cut out. What would you say? Uh, the fact that they took the constitutional right away from women, 51%. Where, okay, where in the Constitution does it say you have a right to an abortion? Where does it say that in the Constitution? <clears throat> where Where does it say in, in the Constitution the right to have an AR-15? It doesn't say that. What well, it no, does, it's a gun law. It, it it's uh, about, Second okay. Amendment. Okay, so well, well, Roe v. Wade, you know what that's about, don't you? That's about, it's about abortion, murder, yeah. No, it's about right to privacy. That's how Roe v. Wade got passed, right to privacy. So so if you want to overturn Roe, uh, Roe v. Wade, now you're overturning right to privacy. 
And that's going to impact what Republicans want to do. See, Republicans don't look beyond the end of the nose. You don't think they can turn that around on you? They're already doing it in California. Uh, the governor there, Gavin Newsom, has set up this thing where if anybody's selling AR-15s illegally, now anybody can sue them for $10,000 if they see them do it. Exactly what Texas tried to do with the abortion thing. See, the thing is, you think you can get away with shit and you don't think it's going to be turned back on you. Like with Donald Trump with these top secret documents, if they let him go, then a Democrat can do it. And you know what you get to say about it? Not a fucking thing, because you agree, you allowed it. All right. Well, like I said, I just don't feel that uh, Roe versus Wade is going to be the big driving factor. It's going to most be mostly the uh, the economy. That's that's well, the all the polls that I've been hearing, and well, the economy is going to stick with it. Economy's getting better. Gas prices are going down. What it went down a buck in like six weeks, and it's continuing to go down. Inflation is down to six percent when it was up to eleven percent. So it's improving. What if it improves a lot by the time November comes along, and now you don't have that argument to go against the Democrats? Then what do you have? What are you going to argue about? Well, that 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 might be true, but it might be a little too late, and the economy's not doing quite that well yet and it's i just think it's a little just a little too late everyone is sick of the democrats being in control and they need a change no i think the republicans have been in control and they've done nothing for the middle class they've taken away from the middle class they've spoon-fed the rich and people are getting tired of that see that's what donald trump did that's the one positive thing donald trump did he exposed all the crime and the corruption and the bullshit and the uh, giving people the rich. Now people have seen what they thought might be there, but couldn't see it. Now they have seen it. He brought it to the surface like a fucking fever blister. And now people are going to be pissed and they're going to be able to do something about it. So that's the one positive thing that Donald Trump did. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. How the midterms work out. and we, we will. And if you ever want to put money on it, I will guarantee you that the House will be kept by the uh, the Democrats. The majority will be expanded in the Senate by two or three senators. And then you know what's going to happen? The Democrats yeah, are going to do whatever the fuck they want to do for two years, and you're going to have to live with it. And then when they are given the right to do whatever they have to do for two years, you're going to be hard pressed after all this exposed with the investigations to get a Republican to even get close in the presidential election. Donald Trump will not run for reelection. I guarantee you that Joe Biden will not run for reelection because he's too oh, old. <laughs> uh, but Donald Trump's not going to run. He might already be out of it. His own lawyer yesterday said that, uh, said that because he was involved with this insurrection thing, he was already excluded because of the 14th Amendment. That's his own former lawyer that said that. Nobody else has said that, but he said that. And the argument could be made for that. But he's going to get an indictment. And once one indictment falls, it's over for Donald Trump. All the Republicans will step away and say, oh, I never liked Donald Trump, but that stink will still be on you. Yeah, see, that's this part of the Democrats' plan. They want to get an indictment because they're so afraid of him running again. Nobody's they don't afraid. want him to run again. I'll be honest with you, Brian. I don't like Donald Trump. If Donald Trump could run in 2024, I would fucking love it because he would be easy 
to beat. See, see, that's the point I was going to bring up. I mean, if, you know, the Democrats are so afraid of him running again, if he was such a bad president, they should want him to run again. So he'd be easy pickings. You're but say- you know what? That, that's not the case. You're they're say- afraid of him running again. You're saying they're afraid of him because Fox News told you they're afraid of him. Let me explain to you something. You know, all these Trump adorsees that are fucking wacko nuts that are going to lose their races like in Ohio and Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz and, and J.D. Vance and Herschel Walker. You know, you know what the Democrats are doing? They're so afraid of Donald Trump that they're kicking in money to those candidates to help them beat the normal candidates because the Democrats would rather run against these crazy fucks, these Trump endorsees, than normal candidates. They're not afraid of Donald Trump. He lost by 7 million votes in 2020. There was no election fraud because there's been no fucking proof of it. Not one shred of truth proof. Uh, and you didn't bring any here. You, you told me you heard or you thought or you think, but there is no proof of that happening. Donald Trump could run in 2024. I don't think he'll be in well enough health to run in 2024. (laughs) And he may be banned from running. Who knows what will happen? But Donald Trump can't win. What has he done in the last two years to gain followers? He's lost followers. We're seeing it right now. And the Republicans know it. Mitch McConnell doesn't want Trump and Dorsey's running for the Senate. Because he knows they're going to lose. That's why he's conceded it already. When we talk about Trump and Dorsey's, Trump, uh, well, you know, Liz Cheney got uh, voted out in the primaries, and the Republican candidate for her seat is yeah. a Trump and Dorsey. You know that, right? I know that, but but you're talking apples and oranges here. You're making my point. We want the Trump endorsees to win the primaries. The fact that they won against another Republican voted on by Republicans isn't the point. The point is when they get to the general election, the vast majority of people will say, these fuckers are crazy. The woman who beat Liz Cheney, she's a conspiracy theorist, fucking crazy, unbelievable person. And I'm glad she won. Don't worry about Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney will be fine. She'll end up being the leader of what's left of a normal Republican Party, which will never win because you guys are split up. You see, that's what you've done to yourself. You've got the Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger side, and people are stepping away from Donald Trump. And then you've got the crazies, those of you that follow Donald Trump. So you've made the Republican Party weaker. You're voting different things. You have different priorities. So the Republican Party is screwed because they are split. Oh, that's I, I disagree with that. I mean, I don't think that that's the case. And I know that the Republican will win in Wyoming. Wyoming is a red state. It's a, it's a big red state. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a big red state, but it's also the least populated state. And it only has one representative, that being right. Rush Cheney and whoever wins the next election. Wyoming's not exactly a powerful state in terms of. But no, of but the Republican candidate's still going to win that state. So what? Yeah, that's. I mean, there's a Republican you... candidate there now. There's nothing to be lost. Nobody expects to win Wyoming. Nobody expects to win, I don't know, South Dakota. Republicans right. are going to win certain states, but they're not going to win enough of them. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I have to see about that then, I guess, huh? All right. Well, I, I've kept you longer than I said I would, and I apologize for <laughs> that. Fine. I appreciate you being a good sport and, and being able to go back and forth about this. Um, we fine. both get kind of passionate about it. But 
it's rare that somebody of your side and my side can actually carry on a conversation for more than five minutes. Uh, I give, I give you, I give you all the respect for actually showing up and doing this because I have yet to get a Republican willing to do it. So, uh, you've showed, you've, you've showed that you believe in what you stand for. And I respect that. Whether I agree with you or not, it doesn't matter. I respect that you sat down and talked and, uh, we got to do this. And, uh, I'm very much appreciative of it, Brian. So, um, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. Um, if we don't talk before the election, we'll definitely talk after the election. We'll win, lose, or draw. We'll we'll do this after the election and Absolutely. discuss results. Let, let, Regardless let, who's right. Let, 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 yeah. let, let's do that. I, I know that my audience will definitely want to hear from me again, especially after the midterms in a couple of months. So Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about it, how, how it went, and if whether you're right or I'm right, we'll go over results. That's usually what I do on my show anyway. After an election like that, I go over results. Okay. Well, and, and, and I will say this. If if we get to the midterms and I'm absolutely wrong, you're still invited on the show. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not afraid of being wrong. I have been wrong many times. I've been married 39 years, so it's been pointed out <laughs> that I've been wrong almost every day. Um I tell you what, again, most of the people who listen to my show probably, well, they may or may not want to listen to your show and your, the people listening to your show probably would not want to listen to me, but go ahead and tell, tell us how they can find the Brian Wallenberg uh, show. Yeah. The Brian Wallenberg show. It's on pretty much all the major uh, podcast sources. It's on iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music and a lot of other sources, uh, but it's those not, are the, those are the main ones. Yeah, it's it sounds like we're we're in the same spots. So uh, anybody wants to find the podcast, obviously anybody listening now has found this one. But if you want to find Brian's podcast, by all means, do so. I've known him a long time. I uh, I don't agree with him at all, as you found out in this podcast. But you know, right. if you feel so inclined, by all means, listen to. Brian's podcast. Again, Brian, thank you very much for coming by. I appreciate you uh, tolerating me for this period of time. And uh, the folks at home, I hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.